Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Celestia Matter Bird and if you love a reddit story why not consider hitting that subscribe button today why not only if you choose to do so though and let's just jump straight in to today's stories much love guys Now, our first story comes from Sacrilege6789, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Following My Husband's New Religious Beliefs? I, 28 female, and my husband, 29 male, met in college and have been married for six years. My husband was raised in a strict evangelical household, but broke away from those beliefs around the time we met. We had what I thought was a very happy marriage until my husband's father passed away in early 2021. He received a cancer diagnosis and was gone a few weeks later. My husband was and is very understandably completely devastated. He had remained very close to his father despite no longer following the religious beliefs of his childhood. My husband decided to honor his father's memory by rejoining his church. Unfortunately, it's one of those churches that forbids many things I find fun and relatively harmless and classifies them as addictions or tools of Satan. For example, before his father's passing, my husband and I enjoyed having a glass of wine or cocktail now and then, maybe a couple of times a week, and also enjoyed weed or edibles, legally, once every month or two. But after joining the church, my husband decided he was an alcoholic and a drug addict. He also decided that his occasional porn use, we enjoyed it together to spice things up every now and then, was also an addiction. He is now insisting that I am also an addict because I don't want to give all these things up. I tried to meet him halfway. I don't care about weed and I'm fine never using it again and agreed not to drink at home if my husband truly wanted to have a sober household, but said I would still want to have the occasional drink when out with friends. I would admit I like written erotica, which he never thought was a problem until he became religious. He also threw away my vibrator saying it was an instrument of the devil. The latest is that my husband's pastor told him video games, all games, not just M-rated ones, are sinful and now my husband is insisting I have a video game addiction and need treatment. Gaming is a main hobby for me, probably around 8-10 to hours a week. It's not an addiction in my view, just something I really enjoy. I work full time, cook, clean, exercise, etc. I'm not neglecting anything else in my life, except respect for my husband's new beliefs I guess by gaming. My husband wants me to start going to church with him. He says he will go to couples counseling but only through his church, not to a secular counselor. I told him that I understand he is grieving and struggling and I want to be kind and supportive and if it really helps we can keep alcohol and weed out the house but I'm not going to become evangelical unlike him. I was raised with atheist parents and I'm not going to restrict myself to activities he finds acceptable under his religious beliefs. I also asked him to please stop labeling habits he doesn't like as an addiction. 
of course he now thinks I'm an asshole for being mean to him while he is grieving. Most of our family members and friends also think I should do what he asks in the name of being supportive. So, am I the asshole? I'm going to start straight away with core 888 who says not the asshole. You've already made far more concessions to him than I feel like you need to. I appreciate he is grieving, but you shouldn't have to change your entire life to be supportive. It sounds like pretty much everything you do for any kind of recreation he's having an issue with. It's your personal time. He should have no control over what you do with it. And I definitely wouldn't do the church couple's counseling. I would not trust them to have a neutral, unbiased perspective. Knitting Fairy says, not the arsehole, your husband is being unreasonable and unhealthy. He may practice whatever faith he wants. Being married does not obligate you to do the same. If your husband doesn't get back to himself, then sadly, I don't know if your marriage will last. I am very sorry. OP replies to that saying, and that's the thing. I'm really hoping that when he gets through this fog of grief, he will get back to himself. I don't want to leave. I mean, that would be a last resort. I want to be kind and patient, just as I hope he would be if I suffered a devastating loss and wasn't myself for a while. But I don't want to change into someone I'm not, even if that does make me an asshole. Bookish4269 says and quotes, most of our family members and friends also think I should do what he asks in the name of being supportive. And then says, well then, they can join him in going to church and eliminating all things his church says are sinful addictions. Ignore those people. It is really easy for them to say that to you when it doesn't affect them in any way. In the meantime, you're already being very supportive and accommodating and you're not the asshole for refusing to abide by your husband's religious beliefs. You are not being mean to him while he is grieving. You've done a lot more than I would be willing to do if my husband suddenly took up with evangelicals, regardless of the reason. Grief is one thing and being a controlling, domineering partner in the name of religion is something else entirely. That's what he is doing and you're right to set clear boundaries with him about what you are willing to do. Ping Pong Professor says not the arsehole. You don't share his belief and don't wish to, which should be the end of that discussion. Religious belief or lack thereof is intensely personal and cannot be forced upon anyone. My grandfather was fond of saying a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. I agree that couples counseling is in order, but it must not be through his church. That's an instant and automatic two against one situation. You need an impartial counselor, and that means a secular counselor. Sadly, you probably need to consider that your marriage may be nearing its end and prepare yourself for life without him. You didn't mention any children. I hope that's because there aren't any. OP comes in again saying, just confirming no kids. Last year, we had discussed starting to try some time in the next couple of years, but we both agreed to put that on hold indefinitely. We aren't being intimate at the moment anyway, due to his grief and his sex addiction recovery. And one more from Avery1 who says, not the arsehole. I have to be honest, I would be consulting a divorce attorney. If you have a joint account, I'd pull out my money and opening a new bank account in a different bank. Then I'll be packing up my belongings and moving out, leaving him my attorney's business card and tell him to have his attorney call my attorney. Your husband has jumped over the cliff and is totally unreasonable. We're living in 2021, not the middle ages. He's treating OP in a very controlling manner. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for refusing to help save my mother's house that my dad and stepmom kicked me out of? My dad, stepmom, stepbrother, and I were living in the house my mother originally owned. I moved out after my stepbrother took the box that had all of his mother's jewelry 
out of his mother's closet and concealed it inside my closet. I had no idea about it till my stepmom walked into my room and asked me one more time if I still insisted on not letting my stepbrother share the car my dad gave me. I said no, and she said okay then, then casually walked to my closet, opened it and pulled out her jewelry box and started yelling. I freaked out asking what was going on. My dad came into the room and she started crying claiming I stole her entire jewelry box and was planning to sell it. I was stunned. I swore on my deceased mother I didn't steal anything, yet my dad didn't believe me. My stepmom demanded I get out of the house and I had to leave because of the pressure. My stepbrother admitted putting the box inside my closet and bragged about it. I lived with my uncle for seven years. I missed my room, backyard, and my mother's memories in that house. My stepbrother took over everything. My dad didn't even attempt to connect for years and kept calling me a thief until recently when I visited my uncle's and he happened to be there. He looked thin and exhausted. He said he found out my stepmom set me up and apologized for not believing me then. He said he forgave her and hoped I'd forgive him because he won't forgive himself if I don't. He then talked about having debts and needing money to pay off debts or he'd lose the house and asked to borrow money from me. I got quiet then asked, why can't they sell the jewelry they accused me of stealing? The car he took back. Heck, where's my stepbrother when they need him? My dad shook his head and asked if my mum would want for me to see him homeless with no help or worse, see the house she built and her memories there go to waste. I said I won't pay after they kicked me out of my mother's house because stepmom didn't want me there. You must be wondering where my stepbrother is now. He's dead. He moved to another town, became a police officer for four years, conned a widow woman out of their money and houses, robbed them blind and took their possession of legal documents and falsified them to his own benefit. He passed away suddenly at the age of 33, so he didn't enjoy his ill-gotten gains for long. My dad and uncle agreed that by paying I'm saving my mother's house, but it's no longer her house, after my stepmom turned it into a shrine for her son, who she calls a hero, and used my room as his storage for his things. When I walked in for the first time after years, I felt nothing. The connection is no longer there. I still refused to pay. We had an argument, then I left. My uncle saying I'm making a mistake by thinking irrationally and in a spiteful manner and should consider that my dad and stepmom are helpless, sick, grieving and need help. Am I the arsehole? I find it cheeky that they, that your uncle's calling you like irrational in this situation. Why don't he pay off their debts if he's that inclined to do it? I mean, you're never inclined. You don't owe anyone to pay off their debts for them. And that's without any of the other further information going on about them accusing you of stealing, falsely accusing you of stealing, your father treating you the way he did for all these years, seven years, no contact, and then suddenly comes in and wants money from you. Hell no. And because your dad come in to you and saw you immediately and started asking for money, it just feels like, you know, there's nothing else behind it apart from the money. That's all he wants. And I'm surprised stepmom didn't turn up to apologize at the same time either. She may be grieving, sure, but she made a big mistake that had someone kicked out of their own family. 100% not the arsehole for not helping at all. But Abby Burb says not the arsehole and quotes, my dad shook his head and asked if my mum would want for me to see him homeless with no help or worse, see the house she built and her memories there go to waste. And then says, would your mum want to see you kicked out of her home, left homeless with no help or contact from your father for seven years while another woman and her son destroyed and spoiled the memories in the house she built? Oh wait, that already happened. Your father poorly chose a woman and her son who were both evil, horrible characters over you. 
they both ended up sucking the life out of him and in the end he chose to forgive her for it and asked you to also yeah no some things are never forgivable and i'd say this falls in that category i'm so very sorry that you had this man as your father Ostinacia says, not the arsehole. Your dad knew all along. He just realized he hitched his wagon to the wrong horse and is crawling back because he's in debt. The kind of man who would forgive someone for framing his son for a crime is not someone you want as a father. The what would your mother want is the worst kind of hypocrisy. I'm going to guess she wouldn't have wanted you to be thrown out by him and his new bit of skirt, but it didn't seem to bother him then. If you can afford and want to, I would either buy it from your dad slash let them foreclose and buy it then, but I wouldn't give him a single penny otherwise. Love Me Long Time says buy the house and kick them the hell out and reclaim it. If you can or if you want to, or don't. They burned bridges years ago and you don't have to rebuild if you don't want to. So your dad found out that you were set up and wronged and did he attempt to contact you, apologize, reconnect? No, not until he needed you. Yeah, no, not the asshole. Future Ambition says not the asshole. It's not irrational or spiteful of you to refuse to pay off someone else's debt. Your dad treated you appallingly and the fact that he has the audacity to ask you for help astounds me. And quotes, my dad shook his head and asked if my mum would want to see him homeless with no help. And then says, ask him if your mum would have wanted to see her child treated the way you were. Ask if your mum would have wanted you kicked out of your own home. You don't owe your dad anything. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Story. And our next story comes from Russishnik, who says, Am I the asshole? I told my best friend from college I'm not going to their wedding anymore. After I learned, our other best friend was not invited. Male 24. I have two best friends in college, Justin and Nathan. Justin is getting married next month. My fiancé and I were invited to his wedding. Justin had met my fiancé several times and they are friendly, but it's not like they're close or anything. A couple of weeks ago, I learned that Nathan was not invited to the wedding after I messaged him asking him about the wedding as I thought it would be nice to coordinate some things. That's when I learned he hadn't been invited. I thought that was terrible, so I messaged Justin asking what was up. Justin claimed the wedding was going to be super small and he couldn't invite everyone. I told him that I talked to my fiance and both agreed that it'd be fine to have Nathan come instead of my fiance. Justin declined and said he wouldn't be changing the guests that had already invited. I asked what the real reason was that Nathan wasn't invited and he refused to give any other reason other than keeping the wedding small. I find this very fishy and a slap in the face to Nathan. I have no idea what the reasoning is after talking to Nathan, neither does he. I told Justin my fiance and I were no longer coming as I didn't think it was fair that Nathan wasn't invited. 
I said that the only way we would come is if Nathan were there, or I was given a valid reason as to why Nathan wasn't invited. Justin got mad at me and said it was rude to change my RSVP. Am I the arsehole? And then there is like a, a little edit which we'll cover straight away, which says, not sure why people think I'm trying to dictate a guest list. I just inquired and tried to say that my plus one didn't need to come if the amount of guests was the issue. Also, Justin, Nathan, and I were best friends who told each other everything. If there was actually an issue between the two, I would know. There isn't an issue between the two because Nathan has no idea why he wasn't invited. And Justin, Nathan, and I constantly chatted in our group prior to this incident. Now, the mini edit said that you weren't dictating about the guest list, but you kind of are in a sense that, you know, you gave an ultimatum that if he can't come, you're not going to go either. When the real fact is, it's his wedding and he can choose if it's a small wedding or what, or if there's another reason, he can choose who he wants to go to his wedding. And whilst I think it still be a little bit shitty, you could say, you know, you just didn't want to go. You didn't have to come out with this whole ultimatum and, and sort of threaten that I'm not going to come if my friend isn't coming either. But Superfast Mama says you're the asshole. I mean, you can go or not go, but he has every right to not invite someone to a wedding and not be in trouble with a third party. He may have a good reason and he has no obligation to share it with you. Quite frankly, mind your own business. Compensate1995 replies that saying you're the asshole, you were wrong to intervene and for being the justice warrior. He isn't obligated to specify his reasoning to you and he seems to reframe it in order to protect his or Nathan's honor. Stepping in is going to put a strain on your relationship with both Nathan and the groom. You can cancel your arrival, but you have to take into account the future repercussions. I'd go to the wedding anyway, even if I internally thought that it wasn't nice. Squirrel says, soft, you're the asshole. It's kind of you to consider your friend, Nathan. However, it is not right to dictate someone else's wedding guest list. Justin may have good reasons not to invite Nathan. Why not respect his decisions and privacy? Great Gazelle 240 says, you're the asshole. It doesn't sound like you are really Justin's friend. If he was truly your friend, then you attending his wedding wouldn't be conditional or whether or not Nathan was invited. Also, it's not your wedding. He doesn't have to tell you why he doesn't want to invite Nathan. That is absolutely none of your business. You are not entitled to an explanation. You've actually done Justin a favor because now he knows who his real friends are. Angel Too High says, you're the asshole. You basically try to blackmail him. Tell me what I want to know or, or invite the person I want you to or I'm not coming. Just don't go if you don't trust the groom to have a valid reason and want to stand in solidarity with your other friend. Now, what would you do in this situation? I wonder what the reasoning could be. Or maybe it is just the wedding small. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Representative Rest2. Am I the asshole for going out to dinner without my husband? I'm a 27 female stay-at-home mum, mother of four, soon to be five. My husband hasn't attempted to take me out on a date since right before our fourth child was born nine months ago. Mind you, I had to cry and beg for that date. Before that date, it had been around almost two years since he had taken me on a date. He isn't exactly interested in going out with me because of him being tired and just not being interested. He'll make excuses about money or a sitter when we have those things to spare. I took the hint and stopped asking. In fact, I see why. I mean, there's not much more to me than mummy, so why would he want to? My husband works a lot and I understand that he's often tired. I take care of the kids in our home as well as everything else that doesn't fall to him. 
Because I don't work, I try my best to make sure he feels special and appreciated. I give him massages, homemade dinners, clean the home, and I literally serve him. Of course, putting out isn't an issue because we have five kids just about. This man doesn't usually have to lift a finger when he comes home unless it's to interact and play with his kids because he's a good dad who loves them. I tend to everyone's needs without any regards to my own. My younger brother is home from college to visit my mother and family. After telling me about the date he had with his girlfriend before he left, I got all sad. My brother asked me what was wrong and I told him how my husband wouldn't be interested in taking me out a nice dinner alone and go dancing. That pissed him off. All of a sudden, he's taken my kids to my mum's and we're off to Longhorn Steakhouse. Dinner is fantastic. He told me to get whatever I wanted and I did. I was paid attention to. I genuinely felt like a real person again. I got my kids, went home, and I was the happiest I'd been in a long time. My husband, of course, hears of my evening without him and is very butthurt about it. Passively aggressive saying he hoped I enjoyed myself without him. I told him that I had the best day I've had in a while and that it was nice to feel valued. He retorts, oh, so you think I don't value you? My response was, well, you knock me up, but you won't even take me to dinner. Now, apparently, I don't appreciate how he works, so I can stay home, etc. Am I the arsehole? Now, I got to say that that last line in the first paragraph, where it said, in fact, I see why. I mean, there's not much more to me than mummy. So why would he want to? And it's like, come on. I feel someone sat there feeling this way about themselves. And I know, as I say every time, I know there's many people all over the world, hundreds of thousands probably feeling exactly this way. And it breaks my heart because surely your relationship wasn't like this from the very start. Maybe it was. Hopefully it wasn't. And it's a shame it's come to this point now where you feel so less valued that you're making statements like that. And it's not the arsehole from me. And the comments about like, yourself not working you're a stay-at-home mum and it sounds like you do a hell of a lot too much in fact so 100% not the arsehole from me but Rowan ever says not the arsehole at all this and your post history are concerning as fuck and I'm worried about you you're a worthwhile person and you deserve to have a freaking rest occasionally by the way I'd love to see a solution for you not staying at home at this point does he think childcare and housework grow on trees Red herring says not the arsehole and please know there is so much more to you than mummy. Your husband is straight up neglecting your emotional and romantic needs and you literally just went to dinner with your brother which is a normal activity. Your husband does not appreciate you and is using you as a baby incubator cleaner and housekeeper. Someone who loves you and respects you doesn't treat you that way and you need to reevaluate whether this relationship deserves you wasting your entire life being devalued for it. Fatal Insomniac says not the asshole, but for the love of God, stop having his children. You had your fourth nine months ago, but you're already pregnant again. That isn't healthy for your mind or body, especially when you have a lump of a husband who won't even take you out, so damn well won't be helping with kid responsibilities and chores. And one more from Jenny Thur who says, the first paragraph is just heartbreaking. So glad you have such a good brother. Get into counseling so that you can express yourself and your husband can hopefully remember to see you as a real independent human being. It's not too late. Otherwise, in five or ten more years of this, do you think you'll still be in this marriage? Not the arsehole, and you deserve to feel appreciated and loved every day. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in OP situation? I know it's very easy to say, like, get out of there or whatever, but how would you deal with it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. 
And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Arsehole for telling my mum she will no longer be allowed to see her granddaughter? Ever since I, 24 female, was a kid, my mum has done nothing but criticize my weight. Made comments every time I ate, weighed me constantly, literally went to school to tell them to make sure I never ate candy or treats or pizza, and even praised me when I subsequently developed an eating disorder as a preteen slash teen. She told me at one point she would disown me if I ever got fat. I still see therapists and work through the damage she caused me my whole life. I limit my contact with her because even as an adult, she convinces me to weigh myself. I have a literal fear of having scales and gives me advice. I have a 17 month old daughter. She adores her grandma and I let them see each other every now and then since they both love to see each other and usually have my fiance drop her off. Last night was a family gathering. I was invited and decided to go since the family I am close to was going and so many people would be there and I thought I could keep my distance from my mum. My daughter was sitting on my aunt's lap while I was there along with other people. My mum came over and said something like, wow, she's getting chubby. She should go along with you to a Weight Watchers meeting and you can both learn good eating habits. I was livid. I'm used to her making comments to me have been for years, but now she was attacking my child. I nearly lost it, took my daughter and said that we're leaving. And if she can say that shit, then she won't be seeing grandchild ever again. One of my cousins texted me later to check on me. She said she agreed with what I told my mum. Also told me, I asked her too, that my mum is playing victim and most of the people who were there think I'm a bitch. My aunt said it's cruel to keep a grandmother from seeing her grandchild. I don't feel like I'm an asshole, but I'm genuinely curious if other people besides my family think I am. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure my daughter doesn't have the issues I did. And if that means keeping her from seeing my mum, I won't hesitate from it. I think you didn't the exactly right thing in that situation and take her away from it. And, you know, I wouldn't hesitate with a no contact. And I'm in this particular case, she's clearly playing with this whole toxic mentality, which you was brought up with, from which you developed an eating disorder as a teen. And someone, myself, who has a friend that went through a very, very similar situation to this, you know, they was told that they was putting on weight and all this sort of stuff and encouraged to get scales. And every time they saw them, they told them that they was getting fat, etc., and developed an eating disorder themselves. And it's still with them to this day, 20 odd years later. And I don't blame you for not wanting your daughter to even get a hint of that in her life. So absolutely not the asshole at all. And I wonder how the rest of the family will feel. I wonder if they knew sort of the true story, what happened with you growing up with your eating disorder and your mum sort of encouraging you down this road. God, it makes me fucking pissed. But Thea M says, oh my God, not the arsehole. You did exactly the right thing by removing your daughter from that situation. You know exactly where it leads. And I think it's smart to limit or go no contact with your mum for the sake of your daughter. Trash Panda says, not the arsehole. Keep your daughter far, far away from that witch. She would do exact same thing to your daughter as she did to you. God, I can't believe she would do that to a fucking baby. I'm so, so sorry. Please don't put your daughter what you went through with your mother. I wish you all the best. Two Cent Psychologist says not the asshole. Even before the comments on daughter, clearly your mum had never apologized nor think she was wrong for what she did to you. There's zero reason for you to have any contact with her, let alone subject your daughter to another cycle of abuse. OP replies saying she never really saw anything wrong with it. When I was 17, I convinced her to take me to a therapist. She cussed the therapist out for telling her she was wrong. Sweet meaning says not the arsehole. The only reason your family is siding with your mum is because she's manipulating them. 
fuck their opinion. Protect your daughter from that lunatic. What a horrible and gross woman. And one more from Nimak who says, not the asshole. Being grandma is not a right. Trust me, break the cycle of abuse by cutting off its source. Your daughter's well-being matters more than your mother being given access. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do in that situation? Do you think no contact is warranted in this situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time with me today and every day when you get involved, it means the absolute world, honestly. If you'd like to support the channel further, but as always, never any pressure to do so, you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description for Patreon and join up there. It hugely helps out the channel, but as I said, never expected. Thank you so much for your love, time and support and I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Much love, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.